0: Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt DiIorio. Tonight, my partner in crime, Gerard Barrera, joins me for this, our 59th episode of the Crashing Game Night podcast.
1: Hello, my fellow nerds. That's that's right, the big five, nine. We are getting up there. We are getting older, but yet wiser. Hello? Hello, are we everyone. Really, wait, hold on. Are we really getting
0: wiser? Uh, no. That goes with the territory. You got to get wiser I mean, about something. I'm, I mean, we are we are talking about going to E3 with all the changes. So, is that really yeah. wiser? Eh, I mean, well, <laughs> this
1: is this is what I'll say about that. Uh, it's hard to break special traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, although traditions do evolve, I think we're at that that precedence where it's. Now we have to start making the decision whether or not it's worth it to go, or maybe try something this, different, or go to I, something different. Now, I think this year's gonna be that that cups. Uh, yeah. It's kind of sad to say. I'm, you know, I think it. Yeah, I think it might be our last. I mean, to Think
0: about something else. Eva brought it up to me. She goes, "You guys have been saying this thing for like the last couple of years. That this thing's been going downhill. It's not worth <clears throat> going for."
1: Well, but, no, well, because. I think those past years we've still gotten something special yeah. from E3 and we still had a lot of variety from it. I think now that that we're we're kind of seeing it kind of re- getting restructured and it's getting kind of gutted. Like a lot of people yeah. are starting to not show as in like vendors and vi- you know bigger companies where it's kind of finally like representing, like, yeah, we kind of have to seriously think about it now.
0: Yep, I know. I for one wouldn't mind a rotating packs, maybe. I I've always wanted to try packs too. I want like to see like one year we go to PAX Prime, one year we go to PAX East, one year we go to PAX Southwest. I don't know. It's something we'll we'll start looking for. So, um, how was your week? Um, pretty relaxing. Uh,
1: I was going to go to Disneyland today, uh, but I had a little, little stomach, tummy problems, little tummy, tummy oh. problems. So I decided to eat, drink some tea and stay home a little bit today. You hear that Jerry's mom?
0: <laughs> you need to send your, your, your little bouncing baby boy some chicken noodle soup <laughs> To give that tum tum the little feel goods. I will totally take it. Uh, (laughs) I I miss my mommy. Um, It's uh, weird her being, you know, in a different state. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Because this will be like the first year in like six years (laughs) we're not going to be able to see her.
1: Yeah, yeah. It it is actually pretty weird. Uh, It's still a little weird because I helped her move out, but. yeah, just the fact that I can't like drive over to her house. It's just, and then uh, I was I was actually on the phone with her yesterday, and we were discussing something like, oh, okay, well, we'll have to plan like Easter or the birthday. Like we had to plan ahead to see each other because of the difference. Really? You know, it's just it kind of sucks.
0: It should be a quick, cheap flight from LAX over to SeaTac. No, I know, but now with the distance,
1: I mean, like, it's not like I can like find. Oh, I can come over for like two hours and just oh, stop yeah. by at the house. You know what I mean? Like, we have to make plan a trip out. out of it. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's weird to get used to, but um, we're both we're both dealing with it. Mom's doing very well out there. She just went horseback riding and Aww. trying a bunch of new stuff, which I'm I'm really happy about. So she's uh, yeah, she's doing very well.
0: Hey, just like you should probably leave California and do something else. Oh, here it is,
1: folks. Yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Cause all <they're> right. <laughs> I got in a bunch of gaming this weekend. Oh no. Nice. We'll talk about that towards the end of the podcast and what we've been playing. Okay. But let's get started. So today, the teaser trailer for Fast Nine, as it is officially being called drop today. We got to see Dom and Letty and little, uh, little Brian. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's nice seeing Dom and Letty back together. Right. But I, I want to know what, how they're sending things out. Cause this is supposed to be the last one. Second to last. Is the second to last? Cause they're yeah. dubbing it as a saga. So, which would be nine. Oh, so uh, are I thought, they doing a chance? Uh,
1: well, I think the original was, they said nine or ten. So, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I always I don't know. assume, but I think they really should just end it here. <laughs> as much as I love those movies, I, but like, I mean, I is, Tokyo <laughs> Drift,
0: is Tokyo Drift technically officially part of the saga, or is it just that offshoot, like, Ewok's a battle for indoor type? <laughs> No, and first of all, the Ewoks were very important in the fight. No, we're talking. Remember, they did that little, uh, that little offshoot made for TV movie. Oh God, that's right with the little oh that's <laughs> with the little right. blonde little girl and stuff and and it was yeah, it was like
1: just the adventure with the Ewoks. Yeah, I the I Totally adventure. forgot about that movie.
0: <laughs> oh my See, God, it, w- would Tokyo Drift be the equivalent? That is
1: yes, only because it has like. Well, because it has the one character that ties them to the Star Wars universe, which is yeah. E-Blox. And the same thing with that final um, end scene at the movie. You know, Dom is like, hey, man, uh, Han used to ride with us. <laughs> right. Scene. And, which is kind of a huge compliment to that that uh, that Han character. Oh, yeah. Like, they really... Like, dude, we like you. We want you a part of the franchise. Like, that's super awesome. But
0: that's also, that shows you, though, that, like, Han was part of the bigger universe. And that's why, like, the storyline, per se, on where Tokyo Drift fits in is, like, really weird. It's like watching a Kevin Smith movie with the New Jersey saga. Uh Uh-huh. Which, did you watch and Silent Bob reboot? Oh, I totally bought it. Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love
1: that movie. Oh yeah, it's great. I thought the whole the new uh, Blunt Man and Chronic was so funny with uh, <laughs> Val with, uh with Chong is Alfred and, and Val yeah, Kilmer. Elizabeth yeah, Wise.
0: So funny. Chronic. Um, but yeah, I you know what? I loved it. I I loved Jane and Bobby. But now that being said, you and I are a bunch of Kevin Smith homers. Um, we can. We can absolutely admit that. Um, to me, Mallrats is still my favorite. Oh, he's – yeah. Uh, told nothing but
1: classics from Kevin Smith. I mean we grew up in that era yes. like of of
0: Kevin Smith. We were clerks. Yeah, we were clerks, yes. Um, and I always joked around about that my last day at Blockbuster, I wanted to do Randall's speech. <laughs> that would be funny. But then they decided to say that my – my severance was tied to how my store performed as they were, cl- as it was closing. So I was like, eh, nah, severance package. That on. is 10 and a half weeks off. Yeah. you go money. Yeah. No, I, I'm okay. <laughs> but, um, I loved the, all the different cameos. The, one, and, thing, the um, one thing I
1: absolutely loved. And like, I praise Kevin Smith for this. Cause he's not afraid to say what was a bad movie. And like, he doesn't he doesn't care like yes I did bad movies and I will tell you yeah. which ones they are but I love the fact that he just destroys cop out <laughs> 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 just like that's his motivation for like getting more successful like screw cop out like I'll make Dude. everyone forget about this movie <laughs> yeah. and then he
0: rips and then he rips himself yeah yeah he's not like a, as a Hollywood sellout out. it's yeah. like <laughs> So yeah, that's, for, I, I, that's
1: why I have a lot of respect for him. Like he, he, he always tries to keep relationships with his friends. Like him and Ben Affleck had like, obviously, uh, um, middle there between like Daredevil and like him with JLo and all that stuff. But, uh, they're back to being friends, Matt Damon and them
0: as well. And, um, dude, okay. That was so hilarious. Was Matt Damon is Loki again, yeah, making yeah. all the little jokes. It was so Thank funny. God. It was so like horrible. I was the first Loki. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Which, um, by the
1: way, uh, if anyone who's in that realm can get the licensing for Dogma, please. God, we uh, need That's the one movie I'm waiting to buy on iTunes, and it, like,
0: it's not even uh, available on disc
1: in the states. No, it was a, it was a limited run. It like yeah. I, I I didn't even know that, and I, I was actually able to buy I bought like the uh,
0: and I'm shooting myself because I had the I had the Blu-ray of it years ago when it Blu-ray, first came I, out, and I, I have had no the, idea what it happened It's
1: a special edition, uh, like different kind of box with a different cover, a mm-hmm. DVD of Dogma, and uh, I I like you never know like what to keep. Because uh, I, I thought it was coming, uh, like it was going to be digital, and I stopped buying Blu-rays. So, well, that's uh,
0: honestly it's because it's Miramax, and they only do you know, movies like The Piano. Um, yeah. <laughs> but let's talk about, you know, let's talk about another studio that's probably not making the best idea with the movie choice. So, as much as I love Mel Gibson, and Danny Glover, and Joe Pesci, um. Lethal Weapon 5 should probably not be made. I don't I don't get that. But the last Warner one. Brothers Warner Brothers wants to push forward. Now, that being said, Richard Donner, the original director, is coming back for it. Well, Gibson Danny Glumber are fully on board with it. But you know what? I loved the fourth one. I loved where they left it. They just ended it. It was done. And yet.
1: They were and at Jet the Lee right was a fantastic villain. old age. Like they were, yeah. they were there. Were like okay? I get it. Like Mel Gibson is is still on the street, but now he's feeling like Dan, Danny Glover, and Danny and uh, Glover is uh, already older and just wanting to retire. Like they, they, they tired of getting shot
0: at. Yeah,
1: they did end it right with the fourth one. I thought it was. I thought it was a good. Uh, a good end to the franchise. I don't understand why... Like, I mean, I understand why they're bringing a, a fifth. I mean, Joe Pesci is uh, going to start getting hot again right now after The Irishman. So people are going to capitalize on that. And same with Danny Glover, or uh, Donald Danny Glover. He just uh, got done oh, yeah. with Sumanji, which he did nothing in the movie. He, like, he is... He's getting up there.
0: I, I, I heard that. Uh, movie. I heard Jumanji was kind of lacking compared uh, to the first one. The first with The Rock in it. Honestly, say. like, I would. Uh, I saw it.
1: It was a solid sequel. Like, I really did enjoy myself. It was funny. The only, like, there was only one or two parts that I would kind of critique. Um, Obviously like Danny DeVito and Danny and Danny Glover get sucked into the game and they become characters. So the Rock kind of becomes Danny or Danny DeVito becomes the Rock. Oh, that was God. The, that was the only thing that Rock didn't sell. Aquafina did a way better Danny DeVito. In okay. The, you know like have, having that like real he, Danny DeVito has like that real hard New, New York accent. Yeah. And the, the rock, it seemed a little playful with the rock, where like Aquafina, she grew up in New York, so it was a little bit
0: more authentic, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's go from really bad idea to kind of like a, a bad thing for fans, a bad thing for devs, and that's on to all the different game delays we've had over the last couple weeks. But the biggest one is Cyberpunk. Um, I'm actually kind of happy about it. <laughs> no, well, okay. I know you're happy because now you get to play yeah. FF7, you know. Yeah. But here's here's my thing is that we know devs have crunch, and a lot of studios are trying to fix that, right? Yeah. Um for those of our listeners that don't understand the concept of crunch, um, basically what it is is where you're asking your devs to work 12, 14, 16, 18 hours a day, seven days a week to get your game done on time which means hey if you picked a better release date you wouldn't probably have crunch you know that's just kind of obvious but you know at an immediate event uh, two weeks ago Adam uh, Kaczynski who's a joint CEO for CD Project Red had this to say when asked about uh, the Project Red team doing Cyberpunk they'd have to have crunch and he said (laughs) To some degree, yes. To be honest, we tried to limit crunch as much as possible, but it is the final stage. We tried to be reasonable in this regard, but yes, unfortunately. Dude, what the hell? So basically, you were doing Ultra Crunch leading into an April release date. You guys can't supposedly get it up and running on a PS4 or an Xbox One. So you delay it, and you're still going to make everybody have crunch,
1: yeah,
0: uh, what the hell
1: that, that really sucks for the employees but I think that kind of comes with the territory of making games I, there should be a better formula on, on how to avoid it but sometimes that happens especially with this is a A game and I've, with CD Project Red I think they understand what is to, you know they're to me they're a caliber of rockstar um they don't put out games unless they are pretty much ready like okay, so I, I, I remember when they put out witcher like and it were,
0: was delayed
1: and that also was delayed there were a very few little glitchy bugs which did get uh fixed with a with a patch but for the most part they they put out a solid amazing game and the witcher yeah the witcher 3 is one of the best games that came out um and overall, I'm I'm one of those people who are totally fine with delays. Uh, take your time. Make sure the game is done.
0: Don't screw it up. You know. Here's my thing: is don't give us a street date. If you don't want to have delays, you don't want to have crunch time. Just and say, hey, we're making the game. It's going to come out sometime in 2020. And you know what? I don't th- sit I there and give the us an unrealistic problem. date.
1: Yeah, I think that's the biggest problem with with. Uh, like getting the overly hyped in information um and and like these these game developers and studios i think need to stop giving specific dates i think they they need to i i think they need to start like
0: uh we're planning on summer 2020 follow nintendo right Hey, we're gonna do it in spring of twenty twenty. We're not gonna tell you. It could be the first day, it could be the last day, we could be throwing a dart at a board and we're gonna release it on a Wednesday. You know, it yeah, I, I think I, mean, I think the problem is actually, that like ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I think that's a good idea. I think the problem is is that society as a whole has become so self entitled that we deserve specifics now you know yeah. and if they don't give specifics then they run the risk of people leaving you know and not supporting it but frankly if if for cyberpunk they had said hey it is going to be summer you know it's going to be you know summer whatever of 2020 i would have been fine with it cool you got a three month window that gives you time yeah. to do whatever delays internally you need to. But, you know, the PR machine that it is, it's like, well, we need to have a date. We need to get out in front of this. We need to. I mean, it's like, I think part of what made the decision to move it back even easier for them is when Final Fantasy jumped in between, you know, that one week between RE3 and Cyberpunk. Because then they were and, like, well, and to be
1: quite honest, that you know, just like the the film industry, sometimes that happens. Like, no, oh, no. yeah, we can't we can't have that movie w- with the same weekend. Like, we're gonna. It's it's all based on sales too. Like, imagine the amount of sales that they're probably gonna lose with Final Fantasy coming out oh, yeah. just a week before. You know, p- people are still gonna buy Final Fantasy and probably buy Cyberpunk, but those pe- some of those people in the in between are gonna be like, "Well, I pre-ordered both, but it's one." They're gonna choose one or the other. To where if they delayed their game, all they're gonna be thinking about is just buying that game. Like I, I get that, but uh, I mean, if this is. Legit, not for that kind of reason like they really are fixing the game I much rather them fix the game and wait yeah.
0: I just at this point just devs if you look yeah I totally agree I,
1: I think we should stop. stop with like direct dates and just be like give us fall winter
0: you know I mean, summer, when it comes whatever. down when it comes down to it devs game dying we know it's only a matter of time before he goes bankrupt they're the only ones that really were pushing for those street dates so they could get all their marketing material up and everything. So just do all those gamers a favor and just be ambiguous with when your, your game is coming out. Because then you don't have those promises, and you have to break those promises, and you break my heart. Like, I was totally set that while I was on leave, I was going to be playing Final Fantasy, but no. <laughs> you had to go and pull it and put it in April (laughs) oh that's unfortunate but I'm okay I'll I'll wait for it if they push that thing back to Christmas I would have been fine with it yeah I'm like just give me the game
1: now if we get if we get
0: two delays if we get two delays out of this I'm gonna be pissed at the A team that's making Final Fantasy at Square Mm. Enix because I'm gonna be like dude what the hell yeah you've had how long to work on this game and you're gonna keep delaying it no but it's
1: it happy out. I have time to save up for the collectors of Cyberpunk now.
0: Yeah, that thing's nice. So let's let's talk about something that, you know, new game that's on the horizon. It was in a report, and I put in quotation marks because we know how leaks are and you gotta take them with a grain of salt. But mm-hmm. um, Resident Evil 8 mm. was leaked, that it is in dev for the next gen consoles. Uh, Ethan from FF seven is going to be in it, which I'm guessing that's the protagonist character. Cause I never played seven. Um, I played the demo. It was okay, but it wasn't my cup of tea and it wasn't resident. You never. Evil
1: oh, really? Like I you didn't, didn't, you didn't play seven at all. I played the demo, but that oh, was not it. Go further. I, I played, uh, I finished like half the game cause I was borrowing it from a friend Dude, like I that was the one game that was another game that uh, I actually I did try it on on VR that uh, that year uh, uh, at E3, the year at E3 that everybody was getting sick. Yeah, well, I didn't Well, I don't understand why people were getting sick, like unless they just don't know how they are with VR. But I was totally fine. Um, But, uh, dude, I I was I, I was scared out of my pants. Like, it was, it was such a cool uh, experience doing that in VR. And then um, it did take a little bit away not playing it in VR, but, like, just playing it regularly. It still had a lot of good scares. Um, it had a lot of that same, like, puzzle mechanics of, of the standard. But you had nobody to it yell, was just,
0: Leon!
1: Yeah, but, but it was. The only weird thing about it for me, too, was that it was first person. Yeah. I thought that was that was a different take on it. Um, not really my cup of tea with the first person. Uh, I was definitely more of a the third person view, like the standard Resident Evil. Um, so hopefully that's that's going to be it for eight, or is it going to be a first
0: person view? It is supposed to be a first person view. Oh, and Chris Redfield's supposed to be in it too.
1: Oh, cool. Chris
0: Redfield's from what, five? Uh, one. Oh, one. Yeah, that's right. And five and six. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Oh, OK. So they're continuing the story with a yeah. another classic
0: character. Yep. So we'll see what happens with this one when it comes out and everything like that. Um, I don't know if I'll get it. Maybe one, if they get a demo of it, I'll try it out. But um, Now, speaking of games that, honestly, are ones that you really don't necessarily need, let's talk about Games with Gold for February. So, for our listeners, you guys know we're very vocal about how craptastic (laughs) Games with Gold games really are. But, let's look at this month's. You have TT Isle of Man, which is a MotoGP game. Mm. I've never heard of it. You've got um, Call of Cthulhu, which that's a that is actually it's a popular game and, and whatnot. But um, so that'll be available from two sixteen through March fifteenth. You're getting the three sixty game Fable Heroes. Oh God. And. The only one out of this whole group I think is even worth it is the original Xbox version of Star Wars Battlefront. The OG. And you're, you're getting this on what? You're getting it with Games for Gold. So that oh, knockoff okay. of PlayStation Plus. Yeah. So honestly, grand scheme of things, whoop dee doo Yeah. Give us some AAA. And then maybe you'll start getting the fans back. <laughs> now, <laughs> You're kind of harsh on them, man. <laughs> dude, okay. If you're going to make me pay for a subscription service, give me some good stuff. No,
1: I, I, I agree.
0: When I agree. have they done a AAA title? Um, I mean, no, they've done, honest, well, honestly, we would have good. to sit here and play the Jeopardy music for like 10 minutes yeah. before we thought of something so yeah you're kind of right um actually now on the playstation side uh it came out uh over the end of last week that pot upon two was releasing officially as of today um and i know one greg miller from kind of funny games is ultra happy about this because yeah. he i'm kind of funny uh they've been running a total oh, on how many days yeah. it's been that he's been trying to get this thing launched so yeah. it's finally out and yeah. he's the first one they got the platinum within the game <laughs> cool dude
1: yeah um i thought that was i saw that one too he uh, he broke out the champagne he was he was happy
0: Yep. So happy. I've, I've seen it on the, the Vita and I've toyed with maybe picking it up and just seeing what it's like, but I was like, eh, nah, I'm okay. I, I, I have um, no idea what the game is. What, what it's is a rhythm. Game? It's a rhythm game. So basically you got to hit buttons within a certain rhythm to get your army to advance. And yeah.
1: Okay. And not exactly my cup
0: of tea. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's go ahead and round things off with the news and everything with Nintendo. So it's come out that what we kind of talked about of the a Switch Pro maybe actually being the possibility of a just a Switch 3.0. It kind of sounds like they might be going that route because it was leaked out this week, which, um, you know, you have to take that with a grain of salt as well with all leaks. But is that the Switch Pro is going to have a custom NVIDIA processor instead of the Tigra, a Volta graphics card. And they were saying that nobody should really expect 4K. What in the bloody hell do you need to be making a Pro Switch with similar hardware to the 2.0? There, why, do we, it, why do we need another one? We don't yeah, need it's a really Switch an, 3.0. Yeah, it's super
1: annoying. Uh, the, I mean, they could be following the Apple model, man. Although, I, that's okay, not a great though. idea for them but at least,
0: as a at whole. At least with Apple, they give you the courtesy of a reach-around, and they tell you, hey, we're just changing the number. Yeah. Or, or you yeah. know, it's once every year. Not every six months, we're going to give you a new, you know, yeah. here's a new switch. Uh, why, so. didn't
1: they, why didn't they, along with the battery and all the internal stuff already, they can upgrade the... The graphics chip for the 2.0.
0: You would think, but who knows? Maybe it was all the dollar signs blocking their, their thought process because Nintendo did release their numbers for last year for their mobile gaming, which is Super Mario Run, uh, Dragalia Lost, Super Mario Kart Tour, Doctor Mario World, so forth. So, let's look at the the total that made this up. Fire Emblem Heroes, it made six hundred fifty six million dollars, or sixty one percent. I am yeah, and all it is is to buy the chance to re roll characters. So it's even a lame, a lame one. So. Um, you have Animal Crossing Pocket Camp making $131 million or 12%. You've got Dragalia Lost making $123 million, uh, which is 13%. Mario Kart Tour, $86 million at 8%. Super Mario Run, $76 million at 7%. And Dr. Mario World bringing up the rear end, $4.8 million, which counts to 1%. Damn. Yeah. You need to get them more profitable. So I think think Nintendo is just making a bunch of money-grubbing power plays lately, which is something I brought up on the podcast, that if they did a Nintendo 3.0, that it was just going to be a money grab. And let's talk about the news uh, today of Pokemon Home. And... It is going to be coming out in February. They haven't given a specific date. It's just February 2020. So at least they get it. Yeah. Um, so basically, you're going to be able to move Pokemon from your other games into home. Now, you are going to have to pay in order to get um, some of these things with Pokemon home. So the way it's going to break down is it's going to be $2.99 for a month, $4.99 for uh, three months, or $15.99 for a full year. So basically, they're making me play, pay for cloud storage, which I already get with PlayStation Plus as part of my membership. Um, but it's going to allow you to move uh, characters from Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Go, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, uh, Sword and Shield, all into Home. So it's going to allow you to kind of just be able to move.
1: The only difference is is, uh, whatever you extract from uh, Let's Go, Eevee or Pikachu, um, into the Home, you cannot put them back into that game. Uh, Only Sword and Shield, you're able to do that. Yep. And soon... uh, soon after uh pokemon go is going to be part of the uh um home as well because it, it, yeah. it won't be uh, for lunch and ultimately it's like eh whatever i mean this is for the more hardcore i mean there is a free the the, the app is technically free but if you want mm-hmm. access to the some of the other specific parts of what was just explained um, that's when you're going to have to pay for the membership and get those
0: yeah other perks. And but just, uh, it just seems to me that Nintendo is making all these moves. That's all about money. Now, don't get me wrong; they're a for-profit company, so they need to make money. Well, but it seems like they're just trying to make these
1: cash. I, I, I agree with the console. I disagree with the Pokemon. This was inevitable. You know for, what it is this it's, was inevitable.
0: It's the fact that they ticked off a whole bunch of players because they didn't include certain Pokemon. That's pretty much what
1: this is. No, not necessarily. This was this is their replacement for the bank because the bank is Pokemon Bank is officially obsolete because it was all through DS. That's why they're creating this, and they're gonna they have plans to make it even more interactive with the Switch, the different games, and and mobile. So uh, this one, I understand, you know, why. And, I, and you know, the Pokemon, uh, whatever the the main company is, I'm sure they, uh, uh, they know what they're doing when it comes to this, too. Because it's just, yeah, it's just supposed to re- replace yep. the bank. So I don't see it as a money grab, but the, the console, definitely for Nintendo.
0: Yep. So speaking of taking it to the bank, which is a comment that you got. Blasted for by Newman. <laughs> yeah, we have some comments. Ooh. So the first one comes um, on episode fifty-seven, and it's two different comments. Oh, here we go. The first. Well, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it says that maybe with all that free time, Jerry could write some stuff for the site too. <laughs> I'm 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 getting. Who's that from? It's Newman. (laughs) It's our friends. Now, that was a good one. You Uh, are not the only target this week. Yes, it's it's so nice and refreshing. So, Newman says, "Yes, I am back, baby," and Theo. (laughs) All I have to say is dot 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 PC with controller dot, dot, dot. <laughs> You are in the same boat as Jerry. You just give me less opportunities thus far.
1: Yes. <laughs> that is, I mean, that is seriously true. He is the o- like he's the only person that is like PC master race. Yep.
0: <laughs> Still prefers hey. the controller. Using yeah, controller. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) That's funny. So yeah, those are our listener comments for the last couple episodes. So Jerry, what did you get to play this week?
1: Uh, I got to hit up a little bit more of God of War and uh, uh, definitely some modern warfare. I was just Mm -hmm. um, a little busy this week. So I was just, uh, just doing some quick stuff. Quick missions, getting done with uh, some of the journey on God of War, and then just some online play. I think I'm going to hit up some Death Stranding this week and uh, get further into the story.
0: Very nice. Um, Yeah, so I picked up some more Death Stranding time. And yeah, I'm still in Chapter 2. Because I keep, you keep getting, getting sidetracked. I know. Ooh, look, Kitty, I can go make that run.
1: I know. Sometimes um, you just got to get strict and just like, no, I got to do the main story. Like,
0: <laughs> But it's so hard. Yeah, it's hard to do that. But um, gesture-wise, I am still in Chapter 2. So for all our listeners, yeah, let that sink in. I'm only in Chapter 2. <laughs> But I keep just making runs. Like, two people had built bridges over the big river in the beginning of the game. So, to be nice enough, I I opened up, you know, my bike, got that, and now I'm just running the errands. So, I'm going to be stuck on Chapter 2 until I get five stars. Sweet. Um, now, I did start playing the game The Witness. Oh, what is that? It is a very heavily mist inspired game. It was one that I had either... mist, as in, like, pickup, your... old-school mist, Like, M-Y-S-S-T. your 1st view,
1: and, like, the whole world is one giant, like, puzzle, puzzle. Or like to get through. Yes. Those were so... Like, I loved those games. Even even when I raged quit, like, trying to figure out the puzzles, it was always, like... "Yep, I'm gonna... Uh, I loved it. Like ugh, I'll fi- I'll figure this out tomorrow. I'll figure this out
0: tomorrow. <laughs> like, outside just, of that, just step away. <laughs> yeah. But outside of that, that's pretty much all I had. All I played, really. Oh no. All know, I had time for. Well, you know, yeah. Death, that's, you know, Death Stranding was like eating up tons of time.
1: Yeah, you got a little yeah. you got a little chitlin coming around right now, so you Oof. gotta.
0: Soon enough, yeah, you We will have focused. a new member of the team. Enter player four. Yes, we're gonna stick baby in the corner and give him Dazzler from the X Men stand up arcade game. Cause yeah. But <laughs> 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 well, other than that, no, it was it was a, it was an alright week, getting some stuff in for uh, playing and whatnot. And but other than that, I think. Uh, I think, you know what, let's go ahead and cut this one a little short tonight, Jerry. Already. There's a lot in the news. I mean, it's a little bit shorter. We'll give some time back to our fans mm-hmm. um, since last week's episode ran a little a little over. Um, so with that being said, well, unless you've got any... There is Ooh, one funny. last
1: thing I do want to say. Uh, Ooh. Since, Ooh. You know, since recording this, uh, we did... Um, experience. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure everyone everyone already knows, but uh, we just want to send out our prayers and mm-hmm. and thoughts out for the families that lived ones on that helicopter crash, mm-hmm. which included uh, NBA legend Kobe Bryant. Correct. Uh, the Black Mamba. Uh, you know, he was our living legend during our generation. It, we got to we got to grow up watching you and I all
0: yeah. I can remember him. him getting drafted. I can remember him yeah. taking brandy. I remember on. he it's was
1: like... I remember when I was in high school and he was the he was the like the newest guy that got drafted at eight, like right out of high school like mm-hmm. he was the youngest one and it was Yeah, and forever has been a Laker, very loyal to LA. And uh, also our thoughts go out to to his family, especially he lost yeah. his uh, his eldest daughter, Gigi, was with him as well. Oh, it was
0: his second-oldest
1: daughter. Or second-oldest. Yeah.
0: Um, and I think the tribute that NBA has been doing has been fantastic. They've let the yeah. players do it. Um, so players are giving up their eight jerseys, their 24 jerseys. They were putting the basketball court or a ball on the free throw line after tip-off, purposely taking backcourt violation fouls and everything, mm. um, you know, and syncing it up to 24 seconds and eight seconds and <clears> stuff. <throat> so. It, it's sad. I just
1: mm. yeah. It's it's surreal. It's it's one of those things that you just can't believe. I, I still just can't believe it, it happened. It's it's very I th- unfortunate.
0: I thought it was one of those jokes. You know that you always see. Hey, this actor died. It's like yeah. That was I, at first, I thought research. that was
1: yeah. that it was a joke too. Like someone's playing a stupid joke as well on the internet. But it was it was full on real and. It's very unfortunate. So, yeah, all of our thoughts and prayers go out to all of the families and uh, to the Absolutely. family. So um, after that, that was uh, that's all I wanted to I say. Wanna,
0: yeah. And I want to you know thank everyone for crashing game night with us tonight. Yes, I know it's a little bit shorter one, but hey, you know what? it's been a it, for me, it's been a long week. Um, someone's having a child, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're close. Yeah. We're, we're at that point where we're starting <laughs> to get, you know, here and here and there, but the baby's not here yet. Almost. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll have a some baby boy add into the group. But so with that, everybody, thank you for crashing game night. Once again, um, if you like what you heard, you know, guys always leave those comments, subscribe on the podcast, platform of your choice follow us on twitter facebook the website i want to say everybody be excellent to each other and stay frosty thank you
1: all my nerds for uh coming and listening with us again uh once again thank you so much for just taking this journey with us and uh, listening with us thank you all right everybody have a good night